Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is uh, September 19th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, lead off segment for this episode is entitled running out of stuff to binge watch uh, just throughout this whole pandemic you know I was just uh, I would just find like a uh, show and just watch like every you know season available um It started out with Chicago PD. Um, I did Transformers Generation 1. I did Transformers Animated, A a Different World. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, G.I. Joe. Generation 1. Um, I can't think of nothing else. I wanted to binge watch the uh the boys on uh, Amazon Prime, but they only do episodes every Friday. I think when I first joined, I think their season had already concluded, and that's how I got the that was an uh the boys season one. I binged watch on that too. Um. Because I've been trying to not do the, um, or I'm, I've been trying to follow the social whatever guidelines and staying at home and not put myself at risk for catching COVID. So that's pretty much what I've been doing. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I've been trying to research shows that I might like to watch and, and and but I can't really find anything now um I've watched uh Transformers War for Cybertron like six times so it is what it is um let me know what you've been watching during this pandemic um in the comments I would love to hear it um so that's going to do it for that segment. Next segment, Thursday night football and Monday night football. Help the country and put them on network TV. Just just, just for, you know, one season, man. Put, you know, uh, last night um, they didn't have the, the Thursday night, uh, or I'm sorry, Thursday night. Not last night, Thursday night. Um, they didn't have the Thursday night football, the Browns and the uh, Bengals on NFL Network. It was like on a different. Because on, on the NFL Network channel I got, they were showing like top 10 greatest running backs. They wasn't showing the game. I had to go. I had to use a different means to watch the game. So it was just like, man, just. Just for one year. I mean, like I've said before, football is a stress reliever for a lot of people. 
And I think you would help out the country tremendously if we could just have those two games, you know, on network television just for one season. Um, Because Monday Night Football was always a staple of network TV. And then ESPN got their hands on it. And it's just, you know, it's been a joke ever since. And um, because they, you know, ESPN got their hands in so much, so many things that they don't, they don't give Monday Night Football the, the attention that it deserves. You know, if, if somebody like uh, CBS or uh, NBC, like they do, you know how NBC does Sunday Night Football, it's like an event every Sunday on Sunday Night Football with on uh nbc not not on espn because they've got so many things they just treat it as a just another thing um thursday night football is a little bit better than monday night football but like i said i just wish it was i mean that was a pretty good game thursday night against the Bengals and the browns you know much to my uh you know chagrin but um you know, I think if you if you could do that, I know there's like contracts and legalities and money involved. But I mean, come on, the NBA and the NFL, I mean, the NBA, they they put their whole season in a bubble. So. I know you can temporarily move change networks, I mean. You know, y'all do it all the time when y'all move stuff from ESPN one to ESPN two, and we and in the Saturday night football, college football is uh always on ABC. So I mean, why not? I would even go as far as as far as to say, put the college uh football playoff championship on network TV. I I just don't understand why that is exclusively on ESPN. I know y'all paid for it. I know why it's on there, but to me it would make sense if you put it on national TV, you would make more money to me. You know, I guess paying for commercials and it's on cable, you can charge more money. I I guess, I don't know. You know, I'm not a TV executive, but I just wish I would do that to um you know, help the country out. So let me know what you think about that segment. All right, Florida State stuff. Did Norvell evaluate players correctly? And, you know, I, I'm not going to doom and gloom him based off one game, but did he really put players in, in the right positions to succeed in that first game? I don't I I'm I don't think he did. Because there there's no way that we sh- you know the the we play right into Georgia Tech's hands. I don't think Georgia Tech is a more talented football team than us. We play down to Georgia Tech. But I at the end of the day I give them credit. They won the game. But it was just you know, if if he would have 
called the game as far as offensive plays to his personnel, they could have put up 40 points on Georgia Tech with ease. But, you know, if you watch football enough, you will learn that the offensive coordinator or the head coach, whoever's calling the plays, they don't they don't call plays based on the personnel that they have. They call it based on their ego, in my opinion. And I think that's what it was in that first game. Okay, you had a you had that one scoring drive, a little bit of success, and then you just started feeling yourself. And you know, James Blackman has one hell of an arm. That, there's no doubt, but he has a long way to go in terms of um, quarterback smarts. And I'm not calling him dumb by any means. I just think. You know, the man has been in three different offenses uh, in three years at Florida State. And, you know, it might be a little challenging for him. As it would be for anybody um, in college. Um, Playing um, at at a power five school and going against, you know, the competition he's going against. But. Um, I hope Norvell is taking his time to put players like Cam McDonald in the right position to succeed. I would even go as far as to say, um, use Travis J on some, uh, read option stuff. And he was a quarterback in high school, so we know he can throw the ball and he's ultra athletic and he's got to have a stronger arm than Jordan Travis. I mean, Travis J might be the best athlete on this team. You you have to get the ball in his hands. You we seen what he did on the punt returns and the kickoff returns. You gotta get that. You gotta get the ball in that man's hands, man. And 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 just see what he can do. Um. So. Hopefully they're taking the bye week to evaluate the team and just do whatever it takes to put points on the board. So we'll see what happens. Um, So let me know what you think about that segment. Next segment. Uh, Does Florida State try some freshmen at offensive line? I, I think everything is on the table at this point. I mean, I think you got to find the right combination of players. Um, I will say that the offensive line held up okay until the latter part of the game. That's when stuff started uh, breaking down. But like I've said before, the longer James Blackman holds on to the ball, the more likely he's either going to get sacked or make a bad play. So it would behoove him and it would behoove the play caller, Norvell, to design plays to get the ball out of his hands as quickly as possible Um, because next week you're going up against the Miami Hurricanes their defensive line dominated our offensive line last year now granted the offensive lineman that they dominated I think one two three of those guys are no longer with the team so I think you're going to get a little bit um better play but 
not significant enough to um to uh dominate which is the goal is to dominate and um I think all all hands on deck, man. All things on the table when it comes to the offensive line. I mean, we have to start recruiting better offensive linemen. It's it's getting ridiculous at this point. Um So I really don't know what else to say about that. I've harped on the offensive line really since I've started um this podcast. Um Um, so I, like I said, I said this before the game, um, I don't know, I don't remember exactly what episode, but I said, if the offensive line plays well, we'll, we'll win a lot of games because the defense gave up a lot of yards, but I think it was because they were on the field a lot. You know, the offense wasn't sustaining you know, a lot of drives, hardly any drives. It's the same story the last couple years. Offense cannot stay on the field. They go three and out. So we need to do something on this offensive line. This is getting ridiculous. So let me know what you think about that segment. I'm not going to go on and on. I could go all day about the offensive line. So um, let me know what you think about that. Last segment for this episode. Does Florida State have enough pieces to be a factor? And we've had, uh, it seems like every other day we're having a transfer. Um, the latest, Jamarcus Chapman. So I, I don't know what's going on. Um, you know, maybe these guys are just not happy with the playing time or whatever. Um Maybe these guys are just not happy with the playing time or whatever. But, um, you know, to have that many um, defections is just crazy. So, um, and I, I wouldn't say defections, just transfers. I'm using the wrong word here. And, um, you know, I would just hope that. Um, like I said, this, this segment kind of ties into the first Florida state segment. And I'll say it again. I just hope that, you know, we're not intentionally running players off. Um, I hope that we are really, um, trying to keep guys. Um, I think to answer the question, I think we do have enough pieces to be a factor, but I, I, the defensive play calling was pretty good. Um, you still had an issue where you had receivers running wide open down the field, which I didn't understand. Um, but hopefully we can get all that stuff cleaned up and, um, you know, beat Miami. As at least that's what I'm hoping for. Um, might be wishful thinking, but oh well. But. You got to get players in the right position to succeed. 
I think we got enough talent. We've lost two of our best web uh, talents in Bolden and Matthews, but I still think we got enough pieces to offset those losses. And I think we can offset the loss of Jamarcus Chapman. So um, that's going to conclude that segment. Let me know what you think about that. And we've reached the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. Um, Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Please do your research on vitamins. And as always, go Knowles.